This is Josh Holyfield, and welcome to another episode of Make America Swole Again. A no-bullshit, no-sugarcoating, snowflake-free podcast where I teach you how to step out of your comfort zone, stop dreaming, and start smashing your goals in fitness and in life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Josh Holyfield, and welcome back to another episode of Make America Swole Again. All right, so I got some important announcements for you guys. So before we get into this fucking content for you guys tonight, I'm going to give you some perspective, give you some announcements, some input on some of the things that we're going to be adjusting, changing as far as the Iron Forge is concerned. For those of you guys who are tuned in, those of you guys who follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you know that today I just opened registration to our 12-week fire teams coaching so this is plain and simple, 12 men, 12 weeks with a coach. We provide the accountability. We provide the camaraderie. We provide the programming. We provide the nutrition. We provide the mental health. We provide the discipline. Literally, all you have to do is fucking show up. And by far, this has been one of the most, what I would say, transformative experiences that we have ever hosted as far as the fire teams, as far as the coaching here is concerned. It's very likely that this is going to be the last month that we offer fire teams. Pretty straightforward. And the reason for that is because despite the fact that it's so valuable, it's so impactful, it's such an incredible program that we've built, it's not economically realistic for us to maintain it at the price point. The amount of time, effort, energy that our coaching staff has to put forth towards these things and that they, that they invest isn't worth the money period. And I kind of had an epiphany today where I posted in our Facebook group, and this is what's going to be the genesis of the conversation that we have with our podcast tonight, where I basically said, hey, look, I'm opening registration of fire teams today. We've got 12 slots. It's 500 bucks. Here's the commitment that I'll make to you. If you make it through all 12, week of, 12 weeks of fire teams and you're not 100% convinced that it has completely transformed your life from top to bottom in every way. Not only will I give you your money back, but I will also send you a check for an additional $500. That's the guarantee that we had put behind fire teams. I've never had to actually pay that because every single person who finished fire teams truly did believe that the program transformed their life in every way. But I had a guy go onto the post, and I don't know where the fuck this dickhead came from, but he was in my Facebook group. And he basically said, $500, that's too much money for me to gamble. And I thought to myself, are you gambling though? Are you really, is that money really a gamble? Because that's actually a situation where you can't lose. I'm offering to pay, I'm accepting $500, which is a minute amount of money by any, just the savings in food over the three month period you'll save $500. There's zero fucking excuse for not committing to fire teams. I even offer a fucking payment plan. And either you invest $500 into yourself so that you can completely transform your life. You lose at least 20 pounds, build muscle, reclaim your confidence, get into a place where you're in the best shape of your life, or at least the best shape in better shape than you were able, ever able to do on your own. You learn how to create discipline, you develop habits, you build a community, you get make fucking lifetime friends. Like this is actually a real thing. 
We teach you how to build your nutrition program. We teach you how to build your training program. And we do it with you for 12 weeks. So by the time you graduate, everything about your life has changed. Your fucking confidence, your sense of self-worth, the relationship with your spouse, the relationship with your kids, the performance you have in your business or your job, the amount of money you make. The list goes on and on and on and on. And this dude was literally like, I'm not willing to gamble. So either option A, everything about your fucking life changes for the better in in every way you can possibly think of. Or option B, you still walk away from the coaching in the best shape of your fucking life because you will lose at least 20 pounds if you do it right. And oh, by the way, you're going to get paid to do it. And this motherfucker had the audacity, the nerve to say, that's too much money for me to gamble. And so in that moment, I made a fucking realization. I've dedicated my entire fucking life to serving you guys in all seriousness, right? And I'm just going to open up and I'm going to say like, this shit's not easy, dude. You see me and like, you think that I'm successful and that I make all this money and that I've got all this shit going for me. That's not the case, dude. In fact, I'll give you guys some context. At one point during the time that I've owned this business, the Iron Forge, my house went into foreclosure because I chose to pay my employees before I chose to pay my mortgage. I fell behind on child support. I was unable to pay my bills. My phone was turned off. My cars were repoed. Like during the time that you guys have known me over the past three years, four years, this has happened. Like I'm not even over exaggerating. I had to get relief from COVID. I had to get mortgage assistance from the bank. I had to go through all the financial hurdles to make sure that I was able to show up for you guys while also ensuring that my coaching staff was able to fucking feed their family. I put my fucking kids, my family, myself last before my coaching staff, my staff, and you guys. And that's a fact. 100%. I can show you the fucking paperwork. And I'm not on here sharing that with you so that you can give me fucking sympathy or whatever the fuck. I'm on here because sharing that with you because I've committed my entire life to creating this for you guys and doing this for you guys and helping you guys and serving you guys. And I've got people in the community that I give my time to for free telling me, that they're not even willing to invest that amount of money back into my business so that I can serve them the way that they need to be served. And that was a fucking wake-up call for me. It's not as glorious as it seems day in and day out. It's not. This shit sucks. It's hard. And I choose this every fucking day because I know that I'm called to do it. My coaches, they choose this every fucking day. Because they know that they're called to do it. And they're committed to this process. But the fact that we have people who are part of our community. Who are in our Facebook group. Who follow my page. Who do all the things that we talk about doing here. Who don't believe in what we're doing. And don't believe that the coaching that we offer. And the programming that we offer is transformative in the way that it is. And truly believe that. I'm doing the world a disservice by asking to be paid for what I do and saying I should be doing it for free tells me that what I have done is, is I have come into a place where I've attracted a community full of fucking victims because I can tell you right now, I've got people who 
I work with who pay me thousands of dollars to work with them on a month-to-month basis. Every month they pay me. My coaches, they have people who pay them thousands of dollars. This week, I signed up four people who all paid $3,000 or $5,000 in full up front to work with me or one of my coaches for 12 or, or 24 weeks. In my mind, I'm sitting here peddling $500 fucking coaching programs where, in fact, my coaching staff offer more time, energy, and value to those people than they have to offer to the three or $5,000 coaching clients. And these people are the ones complaining. The people who came into the business and spent $19 on a shredding program that they bought back in 2018 are complaining that they're not getting the customer service that they believe they deserve. Meanwhile, I've got a dude who pays me $1,000 a month who's okay with me rescheduling our coaching call that week because I'm spending time with my son. Do you see the difference? And so I'm sharing this with you from a perspective of in your life and everything about it, your life is about is dictated. The quality of your life and your success and everything that you create is determined by one thing. It's what you accept. It's what you accept. And so I got a guy over here who's upset because he's not happy in his relationship with his wife. He's not able to be present with his kids. He hates his job. He spends too much time working away and he can't afford to pay his bills. And he has all these fucking problems, but he continues to lead the life and continues to be the same person day in and day out without change. And I've been that guy trying to do the same things over and over and over and expecting a different result, hoping that things are going to get better and without realizing that in order for my outcomes to change, I have to change. In order for my life to change, my habits have to change. In order for me to become a better person, my standards have to become better. And so in order for me to attract people who are willing to pay what this coaching is worth, I have to be willing to turn away the people who don't believe in the value of it. Because I have guys who I've worked with for two, three years who've invested not thousands, tens of thousands of dollars into this business, who would tell you right now that they would have paid twice as much over if they had to in order to achieve the result in their life that we helped them to create. And meanwhile, I've got my coaches and myself over here trying to peddle fucking $500 coaching plans to dudes who can't even fulfill a fucking commitment to themselves. So fire teams is a 12-week protocol, and I'm going to be real with you. It's pretty difficult. Most people, they don't even have the fucking balls to finish something like that. And the reason why they're not where they want to be in their life is because they don't have the fucking balls to finish something like that. So here's what we expect from you in fire teams. You're given a 12-week program. Every week, every day, five days a week, you're expected to do two workouts. Both of those workouts are 45 minutes. In addition to that, you have to completely remove alcohol, masturbation, pornography, and any inappropriate relationships outside of your marriage or your significant other if you are married or in a LTR. Okay, You have to read for 20 minutes a day. You have to journal for 10 minutes a day. 
And you have to check in with your team. Your responsibility as a member of that team is to hold the other people in that group accountable. And the only fucking way you can hold them accountable is by making sure that you meet the fucking standard 100%. You lead by example. That's difficult. You do that for 12 weeks straight. You start your day with a cold shower. Then you hit the gym. You follow the exact nutrition program that we give you. You follow the exact reading list that we give you. You do your journaling. You cut alcohol out completely. You cut pornography and masturbation out completely. You then go to the back to the gym again in the evening. You read, you write, the whole nine yards. Most people don't have what it takes to fucking stick that out for 12 weeks. They don't. They quit. And the motherfuckers that quit, when they do, they don't even have the balls to say anything. They just disappear like fucking weak cowards. And so when you put a challenge like that in front of a group of men, a group of blue-collar men, the types of motherfuckers who should be proud of how hard they work and how committed they are to their families and how healthy they are and how involved they are with their fucking kids and how good of men they are, they don't even have the fucking wherewithal to stick to one commitment that they made to themselves over a three-month period. Most men are weak. They pretend to be something they're not. And then they fucking wonder, they fucking wonder why they're unhappy with their life, why they're not where they want to be. And then have the fucking audacity to come forward and say, that's not worth the gamble. It disgusts me. Because the fact of the matter is, dude, is it's not even about you. And you live in a world where you fucking have convinced yourself that it's about you and how you feel and that your life is supposed to be about happiness. It's not, dude. Your happiness is the last thing on the fucking list, brother. And I don't know where you've been fucking taught along the line that somehow your fucking happiness matters. It doesn't. That's not why we're here. Life is not about being happy. It's not. We don't have the ability to fucking control our emotions. We don't have the ability to control our actions. We don't have the ability to even make our own fucking decisions. We don't have the discipline to to fulfill our commitments. We don't show up as leaders. We're not fucking being the examples that our children deserve. We're not being the fucking husbands we promised our wives we would be. And we're wondering why we're not where we want to be in our fucking life. And the fact is, is because you're convincing yourself that somehow that you need to be happy while you're doing the things that you need to be doing. This is a hard pill, man. And I, and it frustrates me because as somebody who's literally dedicated their entire life and they're like, Josh, you don't know what it's like, bro, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I was the guy who was convinced that the world was against him. Two days ago on Instagram, I shared a picture of myself at 270 pounds, fat, overweight, depressed, addicted to fucking alcohol and video games all i did was fucking drink crown and coke and play fucking video games all day long all day every day i missed out on the first half of my daughter's lives i idly sat and watched as my fucking wife went off and fucked some dude behind my back and i was so much of a fucking beta cuck pussy who settled with his life that i would have rather sat and watched her cheat on me behind my back, then call her on her shit because I was afraid of the fucking change that was going to happen in my life if I did that. I was okay with it. That's how much of a fucking pussy I was. I was working fucking 60 hours a week. All I did, not taking care of myself, 
And so I have dudes who tell me, well, you are some fucking internet influencer. You fuck all bro. The reason I'm an internet influencer is because that's the fucking life that I created. So I can help motherfuckers like you break free from the cycle of fucking depression, anxiety, PTSD, and, and feeling like your entire fucking life is supposed to be revolved around you sacrificing everything only to, for you to be left with fucking nothing after she leaves your ass because you turn into such a fucking cuck. Like we, the pot, the iron forge last week, I told you a whole fucking story about one of my clients who literally went this through the same situation. I'm not a fucking influencer. I'm a dude who realized that the knowledge and wisdom that I have and the information that I have to share could potentially save people's lives. And it has. And in exchange, I'm being nickled and fucking dimed by dickheads because they don't believe that they're worthy. Because they've been fucking conditioned to believe that the life that they've created and the world that they live in and the fucking expectations have been placed upon them and the way that society has taught them is what's right. Right. Part of the reason why you're not living the life that you want to live and why you're struggling with making the changes and, and reaching the goals that you have is because you don't believe that you're fucking worthy of that. Deep down, you don't feel that you're worthy of that. You don't believe it's possible. And so you live in this place where it's like, why fucking bother? And you sell yourself short. And that's fine, bro. Like you want to sell yourself short. That's on you. But the worst part about that conversation is, is you've got a woman who married you. And when she did that, she put all of her eggs in your basket because she believed that you were going to be the man that you promised you'd be. She believed that you were going to be the man that you were called to be. And then she gave you children. And now you're teaching those children how to fucking settle that. It's okay to settle. Have you ever considered that? Like your fucking sons or your daughters, they're watching you. And in every moment that you tell yourself the excuse and every moment that you tell yourself that why you don't have or why you can't or why it's okay that you've created what you've created, they're watching you and they believe you. And they're eventually going to come to a point in their life where they're going to have to make a, one of two decisions. Either I'm going to learn from my father what right looks like, or I'm going to learn from my father who I don't want to be. Which one do you want? Because you're right. At the end of the day, the kids are going to make the decision on who it is that they want to be, regardless of what you do or what you say. You can either be the example of what to be or the example of what not to be. And so suddenly it's no longer about being fucking happy. It's now about them. And so I've been thinking about this all day long because the fact of the matter is, is all the things that I told you about, about the sacrifices and the struggle of entrepreneurship and the difficult times that I had and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other, that's all cool. But the reason why I'm there is because I settled. And so I got on my staff call today with my coaches and I said, Hey, look, after this month, we're not doing fire teams anymore because the truth is, is I should be charging at least $2,000 for fire teams minimum over the 12 weeks, minimum, the amount of impact that shit has on people, dude, minimum of 2k. And we already have a coaching offer. Okay. The second thing is, is we have a fire team elites. I have a coach. His name is James. Who's investing a minimum of 60 hours a week, just into fire teams elites. And based upon the statistics and the numbers, he's getting a paid, paid about 20% of what he should be getting paid for that group. And it's funny because we went in today and we said, Hey, Sorry to do this, but we have to raise the price. 
And so far, more than half of the people have already said that they have to check out because they can't afford it or they can't cover it, which I get it. I'm not passing judgment for why they're making that decision for themselves. But at the end of the day, that just goes to show how much they value that. Because I could tell you right now, if if it was that valuable for me, I wouldn't take it for granted and I would be willing to do what it takes to make that happen. And so what I need to do as a business owner is draw a line and realize that your life, regardless of what facet you're talking about, whether it be your business, your job, your relationship, your fucking, whatever the case may be, is 100% dictated by what you accept, what you allow, what you tolerate. And so if you're living in a world where you tolerate this and these people and this type of energy, you tolerate people treating you this way and only willing to pay this much, knowing that it's worth more, then you're going to attract people, things, and outcomes that align with what you're willing to tolerate. Your daily actions are what determine your habits. And your habits are what determine your lifestyle. And so if I make it a fucking habit of allowing people to sell me short and take the services that we offer and take the coaching that we offer and take the things that we offer for granted, then now what I've done is is I've created an environment where I'm attracting more people who are going to continue to take that for granted. So I'm certain that you can guess exactly what I did with this fucking guy who said it wasn't worth the gamble as far as the coaching was concerned. I blocked and removed him from my community because that's not the type of person that I've been called to serve. And by me placing energy towards people like that, what I am now doing is not only attracting more of that, but I'm also doing the people who need that help and are willing to do what they they have to do to get that help a disservice. That's a fact. So I've got the JBs and Thals and the Stephen Polks and the John Docks and the Steve Turbifils and then the Nathan Newkirks and the dudes who've been around our business for years and years and years who've contributed. All these dudes that are, you're seeing here tonight watching the podcast who've invested an immense amount of time, effort, energy, and finances into the business to support it. Those guys, we're going to continue to serve them to the best of our ability and show up for them the absolute best that we can. Why? Because they understand the value and they're willing to make that exchange. And the people who aren't, they can go find somebody else. I'm sure the V-Shred guy is looking for more people to rip off. And when you're ready to take your health and your life and, and the commitment that you're making to yourself seriously, you let me know. And that's kind of the line that I made the decision to draw. And it's going to be hard, right? We're probably going to see a dip in revenue. But eventually what's going to happen is, is we're going to break free of that cycle. And we're going to start attracting people who align with that vision, align with that mindset, right? And so I want to give you guys an example, okay? This is kind of an interesting perspective. For most of my life, as an adult, I had convinced myself that I wasn't a morning person. I'm a night owl. And you can probably go back to past podcasts where I talk about how I wake up in the morning and... Basically, where I say I get most of my work done at night, and while most people wake up early, I stay up late in work. And yeah, I may sleep later than most people, but while you're sleeping, I'm working just in the same way you wake up early, I'm working, right? So I was basically saying like the night owl concept is it's okay because it works for me. I think I remember doing an entire podcast about that. And so I still stand by that perspective, but 
recently my wife and I, we came to a place where we're like, okay, what is our morning, our routine going to be like? We got the kids going back to school. I need to get to my, my training, jujitsu and the gym. She's got to get to the gym. We got to get the kids to school. There's a lot of things that are happening as far as our routine is concerned. So we made the agreement that we're like, hey, look, if I want to be able to do jujitsu and go to the gym, I need to get one of one of them done done in the morning before anybody gets up. Otherwise, it's going to cut into either my time with my kids after they're done with school, or it's going to cut into my time running my business during the day. And so I made the decision that I'm going to wake up and go to the 6 a.m. class for jujitsu. So that means wake up at five, get jujitsu done be done and out of there by 7.30, home by 8. That way we can get the boy to school. My wife will take him to school. While she's taking him to school, I'll stay with the three-year-old or the two-year-old. She'll go hit the gym, come back, and then when she gets back, I'll be able to start work. And then in the afternoon, when the kid gets done with school, I'll pick him up. I'll take him to his classes and then to the gym with me afterwards and come home and do dinner. We'll be done by 7. That way, if I have podcasts or coaching or whatever the case may be, I can do that then. Solid routine. The only major fucking hiccup in this thing is as if I miss my morning uh, jujitsu class, it throws a kink in the whole thing, right? And so I've been doing it. I did it last week. I started this week. I've been consistent. I've made it every day. And one of the realizations that I made this morning when I was driving back from my class was, bro, it's 7.30 in the morning. Most people are just getting up right now if they're going to work. I've already been awake for two and a half hours, and I've gotten more done, more hard things done that most people will do at all. The hardest thing in my day is already over. I've started my day with an accomplishment every single day. Then I go into my work, my business, and all the things that I'm doing with all of my clients, and I've started with that confidence of knowing that I've gotten this thing done and out of the way. Most people don't even have the discipline to do that part. I've already gotten it done. Now I'm starting with the things that most people get started with, which is their job or their business. Then I work my full day, and I go into the gym, and I finish my day with another very difficult thing that most people don't have the fucking discipline to stay consistent with either. I do that twice. I start my day with that. I end my day with that. So why am I sharing that with you? It's not because I want to sit here and fucking pump myself up and brag and blah, 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 right? It's because me having that sense of fulfillment and accomplishment and the confidence that comes with creating that relationship of trust and integrity with the commitments I make with myself on a daily fucking basis and showing up is way fucking better than being happy, being happy. Because the truth is, bro, is being happy. I can tell you right now, you're telling yourself that you want to be happy. That's not being fat. You, it doesn't make you fucking happy. Drinking beer doesn't make you happy. But knowing that you need to make a change and you don't have the fucking motivation doesn't make you happy. Struggling with fucking anxiety and depression because you don't feel like you have any fulfillment in your life doesn't make you fucking happy. These bad habits of not going into the fucking gym don't make you happy. Cookies and candies and fucking donuts and Krispy Kremes don't make you fucking happy. Having your wife resent you because you turned into a fucking beta and having low testosterone and a huge fucking belly and can't even see your fucking dick doesn't make you happy. 
None of those things make you happy, yet you're over here convincing yourself that you would rather be happy than go enjoy or, or go do the hard things that you know you need to fucking do, like getting to the gym, making your diet a priority, spending time with your fucking family, being present, getting rid of the fucking alcohol, getting off of the fucking social media, getting rid of fucking pornography, and doing all the fucking the vices and the negative things and the bullshit that you have introduced in your life that you've convinced yourself makes you happy. The fact of the matter is, is none of that shit makes you fucking happy. And then the world has convinced you and society has convinced you to believe money isn't what makes you happy. What makes you happy, bro? Tell me, what is it that makes you happy? Spending time with your kids? You don't even spend time with your fucking kids because you can't even show up as the best dad that they deserve because you're so fucking tired, exhausted, overweight, out of shape, or not present where you're not even being the fucking dad that they deserve. How do I know all this? I been there that used to be me imagine saying that you would rather spend or invest time with your kids than go take care of yourself and hit the gym once a day for 30 or 45 or 60 minutes then when you do spend time with the fucking kids you're out of breath within the first fucking 10 minutes you tell them you need a break or you're sitting there on your fucking cell phone how do i know because i've been that guy and i've seen it so what is it that makes you happy if you're so convinced that your life is about being happy, what is it that makes you happy? Because I can tell you right now, from my perspective, what makes me happy is walking through the world with an immense amount of fucking confidence because I know that the things that I start, I'm going to fucking finish. That makes me happy. What makes me happy is looking at the man looking back at me in the mirror and being proud of what I fucking see. Because I've invested my fucking time, effort, and energy towards developing my fucking mind and my body. That makes me fucking happy. You know what makes me happy? Is when my fucking kids look up to me and my son says that he wants to be just like his dad when he grows up. That makes me happy. You know what makes me happy? Is when I get messages like I did from uh, one of our clients' wives who's doing fire teams right now earlier this week thanking me for all the changes that we've made in his life because we've given her husband back. That's what makes me fucking happy. None of the bullshit that you've convinced yourself you need makes you happy. You just use that as a fucking excuse. And the truth is, is you don't believe you're worthy. Yesterday, I had a sales call scheduled with a gentleman who's supposed to get on with me and sign up for coaching. It was supposed to start at four o'clock. I'm on my Zoom, sitting here just like this, waiting on Zoom, like I do every time. Ten minutes after the time starts, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, this dude's not going to show up. So I pick up my phone and I give him a call. Hey, Zach, you planning on getting on this Zoom call? And he goes, no, not Zoom. I just got done with da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Sorry about that. I meant to call you, but I'm not going to be able to get on there. If you want, we can do the conversation here if you'd like. I'm like, you know what, don't worry about it. I'm just going to go ahead and mark you as a no-show if you want to sign up for a call tomorrow. He's like, can we talk tomorrow at 5? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll do you that favor. Here, I'm going to put you in at 5, but if I sign you up for this call, I need you to commit to me that you're going to show up because I'm looking like a real dumbass sitting over here waiting for you. And he's like, I promise, bro. I'll be there. It won't happen again. Cool. 5 o'clock rolls around today. I just get done with one call with another guy. 
I jump onto the Zoom meeting with waiting for this fucking dude. And sure enough, no show. I shoot him a text, no reply. Two hours later, he messages me. He goes, hey, man, are you there? Can you talk now? I'm like, I just blew it off. I'm in the gym lifting. I get home. I sit down at my desk, and this guy has this long, drawn-out email talking about how he's got PTSD. He's overweight. He's struggling with depression. This is exactly why he needs to have somebody in his life to keep him on track. He's willing to pay whatever it takes in order to bring somebody on board. He needs the help. He's sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And I replied back to the message and I said, hey, man, after the last two days, I'm not going to be able to do business with you. I hope that you find the help that you're looking for, but it's not going to be with me. I'm curious if you're watching this, do you think that was the right thing for me to do? What would I have been? What would I have said to that guy? If I was like, yeah, man, no problem. Let's go ahead and get on a call. I'll be flexible to your schedule. Let's do it. Because I can tell you right now, bro, you have depression, PTSD, anxiety, you're overweight, you're depressed, you feel helpless, you're out of shape. I've been there. I was right there, dude. That was me. It's one thing to struggle with all of those things. It's another thing to blatantly disrespect another man who's made himself available to you so that he could help you. So had I given him more of my time, I would have been basically accepting and telling God and the universe that I'm okay working with dudes who don't respect my time or have integrity with it or respect me. This is a hard truth about it, man. Most people don't have that. And so I'm kind of like second guessing this entire podcast tonight because I feel like I'm in a place where I'm kind of giving you guys a little bit of a fucking sob story about how I've got all these fucking assholes who want to take advantage of me and my staff. But the truth is, is I recognize that there are people who are part of our community and our brotherhood who've been with us for years that I have an immense amount of respect for, that I'm thankful for, that I appreciate. And for every dumb, lazy, disrespectful fucking asshole that we bring into our community and and allow them to take the label of brother, I'm diminishing the value of what we've created. And I'm diminishing the value and the degree of appreciation that I have for the people who've actually contributed and committed themselves to what we teach. And so think about that, right? The one of the one of the most important things I think that I had to learn is that one of the best ways that I can honor and be thankful for and serve the people who are actually committed to our message and what we do is by never lowering my standards for what I expect what I provide, and who I show up for. And that was kind of the message that I wanted to give you guys tonight because I want you to think about this as you're going through the problems and the shit that you're facing in your life. How much of these problems actually fucking exist because you've accepted that that's okay? Because you're willing to accept that. You're willing to allow people in your life to treat you that way. You're willing to to fucking ignore or disregard the fact that somebody fucking disrespected you. Like, how often do you find yourself in a position where you don't hold yourself accountable? You don't respect yourself. You don't respect the boundaries that you had supposedly created for yourself. So then the people in the world around you no longer fucking respect you, honor you, appreciate you love you, and all they want to do is fucking take advantage of you and walk all over you. This lesson doesn't just apply to this business and my interaction with all these prospective clients. It 100% applies to 
how your fucking kids treat you, how your boss treats you, how your wife treats you, how you show up, the quality of the life that you're leading. Again, we make the mistake of thinking life is about being happy, but what you're doing is is you're confusing happiness with fucking laziness and complacency. The truth is, is when you only do easy things, things in your life become very fucking hard. And when you start shifting your mindset and focusing on doing hard things consistently, suddenly your life becomes easy. Having those hard conversations, having those hard confrontations, doing the hard things that require an immense amount of fucking discipline, having boundaries, forcing the people in your life to, to show up with a certain degree of respect, respecting yourself, putting your needs first, investing into your health, investing into your personal development, and doing all of those things, just like Wingfield said in the channel here, living outside of your comfort zone, suddenly you will realize that when you start doing that, your life becomes exponentially more easy. But the truth is, is you have to invest into those actions for years before your life becomes easy. I can tell you right now, from my perspective, I have family who are literally living off of Social Security. Something like 1300 bucks a month. That's all they have. They have no retirement. They have no assets. They have no fucking money. They have no resources. And they literally live in a world where they're waiting to fucking die, relying upon the government. And they're upset because the government isn't giving them what they need or enough support through the Social Security that they have supposedly invested in. My, my grandmother lives in that world. 40 years and 50 years in the workforce. My mother, same thing. My father died when my father died, he left me debt. The only thing that my father left me when he died was his funeral bill. Every single person in my family that I can think of has nothing to show for the life that they've led. And the one thing that's common across all of those people is they chose the easy path. They didn't follow a path of discipline. They didn't follow a path of consistency, integrity, hard work, perseverance. They weren't willing to do the hard shit over and over. They, weren't, they didn't respect the grind. They didn't marry themselves to the process. They tolerated less. And then they came to the end of their life. And what did they have to show for it? At best, a victim mentality. So if you are listening to this or watching this right now, I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you told yourself that you couldn't because you didn't? I can't do this or I can't have this or this isn't possible for me or I'm not capable of this because I don't. That's the exact reason why you can't is because you don't. I raised the price from of Fireteam Elites to, from $250 to $500. And in my mind, that's still cheap for what is offered. And so far, I think out of the tw 10 or, or, or 15 people that are in there, we've already had five or six come forward and say, I, I just can't do it. It's too much for me. There's no way I can cover that. And my response is very simple. Then fire teams has taught you nothing. Because if I was in a place where an opportunity was presented to me that where I could create the conditions for me to become the absolute best version of myself every single day and push the envelope and be better and better and better in every fucking way possible. And it only costed me $500 to do that. I would find a way, period. 
that would be me. I would find a way. And if I couldn't find a way, I would still find a way. Now, I'm not saying that fire teams has to be that solution for you. But what I am saying is there are people who spend their entire fucking lives not doing the things that they know they should or need to do because of this specific thing that's stopping them instead of finding a way. It's not about the $500, bro. It's not. Seriously, it's not. You may or may not believe me. It's not. It's not about that. It's about what changes you need to make here and what you're willing to accept and tolerate in your life. If you want your life to change, you have to change. Success is a byproduct of personal development. You've convinced yourself that you need to be spending all of your time working so that you could earn a living and you haven't developed yourself and who knows how fucking long and then you wonder why you haven't made any progress in your ability to create the life that you want to create. Your, your situation isn't going to change unless you change, period. You have to change who you are in order for your life to change. And the way that you change who you are is by changing what you do, what you tolerate, changing your standards. And so if you live in a world where your life is not where you want it to be, why are you waking up and doing the same fucking thing over and over and over and over? One of the fucking funniest things in the world to me is, Josh, you've changed. You're not the same guy you used to be. I don't even fucking know you anymore. I now live in a world where most of my old friends and the people I considered I was close with, if I was to tell them about the life that I've created for myself, they would fucking resent me because they think I was bragging. They think I'm arrogant or I have an ego or I'm pompous because I'm talking about the things that I've created in the world and the commitment that I've made to myself. Josh, you've changed. Why the fuck haven't you changed? Bro, you're still doing the same shit you were doing 20 years ago. You're still the same motherfucker you were 20 years ago. You're still accepting the shit in your life that you accepted 20 years ago. Your fucking life is on repeat. And you're still waiting for your circumstances to change. And you haven't, and you haven't changed. And you're sitting here fucking wondering why I'm a different guy and you don't know me anymore. Our values and who we are don't align and we're no, no longer bros. Yeah, you're right, dude. Because I went off into the world and fucking became the man that I needed to be so that I could fucking create the life that I wanted to live. And you're over here thinking that your fucking life is going to be fucking magically delivered by a fairy, and all you have to do is sit around and wait for it to fucking come. If somebody in your life resents you for making the changes that you need to make so that you be can, can become the man that you want to be, then they do not deserve a seat at the fucking table in your life. Period. It's your life. It's not theirs. Don't limit yourself based upon their expectations of what they think you should be. You don't owe them anything. And if they're not going to be supportive of your path, then they can watch from the fucking sideline. Because I fucking promise you, when you do make it, the same motherfuckers who told you you couldn't are going to be the very first ones who want to benefit from your fucking rise to the top. I've literally got fucking family members that laugh at me, that talk shit, that harass me. Because I've no longer given them a place in my life and in the lives of my fucking children. Because the people that they are and what they represent is not what I want to be. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, they don't even fucking exist. 
And so they're over there talking about me and what I'm doing and how I'm failing and blah, 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 blah. In my mind, they don't even fucking exist. But I fucking promise you there's going to come a point where every single word they spoke, they will fucking choke on. So for all the people who said, Josh, you've changed. You're not the same guy. Oh, look at his ego. He's a fucking asshole. Why is he so arrogant? Why is he always bragging? Here, you're just a fucking internet influencer. Why are you trying to fucking give people this advice? You're just a fucking fitness guy. Oh, the list goes on and on. Thank you. I'm here on this podcast tonight before I end this fucking call to personally say thank you. Because there's going to come a time where you're not going to be willing to fucking admit it. But when you see me, the only thing you can fucking do is look at your shoes. Because I'm going to make you choke on every fucking word. I promise you. So thank you. Because you've given me everything that I need to go for as long and hard as I need to fucking go. To make sure that I prove every single one of those motherfuckers wrong. Thank you. And so, if you're still tuned in and you're listening tonight, I want you to ask yourself, what standards have you lowered? What things in your life have you fucking tolerated that are stopping you from being the man that you need to be, from being the man that lives the life that you want to lead? Because the truth is, the only difference between where you are now and where you think you should be or where you want to be is your fucking standards. And if you don't think you're worthy, I'm here to tell you that the only fucking difference between me and you or you and any other motherfucker out in the world that you think is successful that you'd want your life to be like is the fact that they weren't willing to fucking settle. They weren't willing to fucking quit. That's a fact. Again, the whole idea behind me having the conversation I had about the money and the fucking business and the entrepreneurship and the struggle, I just want you to know that was not me complaining Because I'll fucking keep doing it for as long as I have to do it. Because like I just said. But understand that part of the reason why you're not where you want to be. Is because you don't think that $500 is worth the fucking gamble on yourself. That's a fact man. Thursday night we're going to be going live again on this channel. Iron Forge Group Coaching. Answer your fucking questions. Make sure you guys get the support you need. Pertaining to all the things that we offer. Make sure you ask questions. Make sure you're on that call. If you want me to answer your questions and, and, and help you to solve the specific problems that you're facing in your life, Thursday night, we will be live right here. And I'll be here to answer you candidly, honestly, from a place of integrity and give you feedback, whether it's related to nutrition, workouts, health, mindset, relationships, whatever the case may be. Like I've literally fucking done this every Thursday for years. We're just now bringing it to a place where... These calls are going to be publicly available. They're going to be posted on YouTube. We're adding more value to the community. We're creating more for you guys. If you guys haven't noticed, we've fucking turned up the volume on the amount of video content, podcasts, coaching calls, all that shit. We're literally flooding the internet with this shit. This podcast tonight is going to go to my editor and he's going to chop this thing up. You guys are going to get bits and pieces of this shit all week. Okay, so... Participate in that Thursday call, YouTube, Facebook, because this is where you're going to get direct access to me. You're going to get direct access to my coaching staff. 
and we're going to get you the support that you need. So you literally have zero fucking excuses for not creating the life that you want to create. That's what we're here to do. And it's free. All right. So I'll see you guys Thursday, every Thursday. God bless. Thank you for hanging out with me. Hopefully you guys like my fancy blue light.